Are we starting? You know that shit ain't normal, right? Smoking crack constantly. Goddamn. What the fuck, dude? This is a safe place where you can be honest. Staying clean every fucking day. Running away from that fucking insane life that I was living, dude. These things are funny right now that it's over and you survived them. You know, going to meetings and just focus so much on my sobriety. <laughs> Fuck that, bro. Huh? <laughs> Maybe not off the middle conversation, dude. And you're like, what? I'm not high. What is the first step? Welcome to Not So Anonymous. This is the meeting after the meeting where our goal is to bring to you the most honest talk possible about the journey of our recoveries and the war stories of our drug addictions. My name is Dylan and I am a drug addict. I'm Donnie, crackhead from Backwoods, Ohio. I'm Goomer, recovering addict. And I'm Jordan, a severe alcoholic from the streets of Seattle. I still can't get enough of that crackhead from back when I thought the same thing. I think it all just hit us again, right? Every time I hear it, I'm like, damn, dude, what the hell? I just looked at Goomer, and he was, like, cracking up, dude. I was, dude. I know Donnie was sitting over there, like, just thinking about it. Well, I just love it's it. gold. Dude. It is gold, dude. I would, like, call you a crackhead from the backwoods Ohio all the time, and then you just go and drop it on the intro. Yeah. <laughs> It stuck with me, dude. I don't know. <laughs> that shit is funny, man. That cracks me up still. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to get into this story tonight, and I kind of want to just jump right into it. Um, it's something that I, in the, it, at the moment, I was worried and laughing my ass off all at the same time. But now being able to reflect upon it and knowing the outcome... I think there's uh, just some solid recovery in it, man. So just to kind of set the scene, kind of break you guys off with uh, what was going on. I was at work. It's probably about 1 or 2 in the morning. Uh, Goomer gives me a phone call. I get this phone call from Goomer. Goomer, you're kind of losing your mind a little bit, right? I mean, is it safe to say that you were uh, kind of going through it at that moment? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right, I just wanted to make sure it's safe to say that. Uh, anyway, you give me a phone call, <laughs> and you're like, dude, you know, I'm stressing. I think, like, I'm worried right now. I, I'm worried about a relapse. Um, I think what I need to do is I'm either going to relapse or I'm going to go and essentially fill the void that you were feeling at that moment. I'm going to go. I need to go sleep with this woman. I need to go sleep with this girl to try to change the way that I feel. You tell me, you tell the audience, tell, you know, whoever's listening, what, what was going on through your head at that moment when you gave me that phone call? Mm. Uh, I was kind of going through a lot, man. I was kind of coming up on a year and um, I was just struggling, you know, I just had lost my job. There's a lot of things going on in my life and a lot of changes that I didn't know how to deal with or handle and, and I was just... I was just going through it, man, and I ended up reaching out to you, you know. That's what we're taught to do, is just to reach out, you know. Right. If you have a feeling or thought of using or drinking, you know, reach out to someone and run your thoughts and behaviors and, you know, stuff. And usually it works a lot, especially calling and reaching out to you guys because hey, those conversations just end up really, really fucking funny, dude. And, oh, yeah. And I forget about, you know, I almost get that high that I'm looking for with drugs or alcohol just to through a conversation with you guys, so... I reached out to you, man. It was like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Like you said, you're at work. Um, and when I struggled, like, I'm very blessed to have you guys because you, Jordan, and um, and you, Dylan, you guys work at night, so, like, early in recovery. And 
and when I go through it around those times of the day, um, <clears throat> it's really good to reach out to you guys because I know you guys are going to be awake and I'm very blessed to that. But going back into the story I was just going through, I was really upset. Can't remember at what. And um, oh, I hold. You just said I can't remember <laughs> at what. I think right there, even the, I think there's something right there as well. Mm-hmm. I can't remember at what. Like we get all worked up in our heads talking about like, oh, this is it. My life is over. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, now, yep, it's relapse time. This justifies the relapse. You yep. know what I mean? And now here we are. What a couple months later, talking about this story, and you're like. I really don't even remember what I was mad at. And this just kind of goes to that whole, this too shall pass type deal. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. But didn't mean to cut you off. I just thought that no, was very important point. to relay. Because I really do not remember what I was going through. Like, I remember the story we get out of it and, like, that struggle. And, you know, it's not an easy story for me to put out there. You know, it's kind of embarrassing and stuff like that. But I'll go ahead and share it with you guys. <laughs> Please do, dude. <laughs> so it's around 2 o'clock in the morning. I called Dylan. And I'm sitting in the parking lot of this... uh uh fascinations i think and i'm like at this point like i'm, I'm and this, where this fascinations is at like it's like on kind of by like the old stomping grounds where i used to use and pick up and stuff like that and it's right by a qt or circle k that i used to so i don't know i ended up going to fascinations i was like well hold on before you <laughs> jump right into it <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like you're skipping out like a, on a lot of stuff this the sickness is kicking in this kid's trying to justify some, or, whatever, or, or sugarcoat some shit well you literally kind of like forced my hand you're like dylan i might i i need to i'm either gonna relapse or i'm gonna go sleep with this girl and i was like he goes what do you think about that <laughs> like i was like well i mean I, I think you're filling the void here. Yeah, I mean, I think you're looking for an external solution to your internal problem. But mm-hmm. if it's between that or relapse, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to go sleep with this girl. You know, and it wasn't something that I, I knew that's wrong. But I mean, my sponsor told me something a long time ago that really, really helped me out. And it's not something and this might be against the grain, which probably is against the grain. It's probably not what, you know, old timers would recommend. What I don't know what it is, but it helped me out. I'll put it that way. He told me, Dylan, you did shady shit to get high, right? I was like, well, hell yeah, I did shady stuff to get high. He goes, all right, well, sometimes if you need to, do some shady stuff to stay clean. And that stuck with me. You know what I mean? I think for a lot of us who live in that sickness for so long, every now and again, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's okay. I don't want to condone it, whatever. Every now and again, I know that I needed to pull that get out of jail free card. You know what I mean? That, that, that pass, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Uh, so I told you to go ahead and do it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then you proceed <laughs> well, that's a good point man like that that works for you right right be but you gotta be aware of like i mean you can't use that as an excuse to do whatever the no. fuck you want or hurt whoever you want because that's that's the and that's the end goal right i mean the main goal is to not use or drink but at the end of the day like we, we're really trying to work on ourselves and be less of a piece of shit that we were when we we're in our active addiction no i i agree with that so but, with that being said, <laughs> well, hold on though. But when my buddy, like my brother's calling me like, dude, it's either this or this. I'm like, all right, well, have fun. Tell us a hi. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, you're forcing my hand. Like I'm going to, I do believe in lesser two evils type stuff. So in that situation, if you pulled that every day, then I'm like, dude, Goomer, you do what you got to do. I don't know. I can't help you. Right. But that was a very rare thing that you just gave me this weird jacked up ultimatum type stuff you know what i mean like i i truly believe like those are my only options you know i was just like i don't know what to do i felt i was in a tough spot man mentally spiritually emotionally um everything like and and i really thought the only answer was to go use like i didn't i didn't i didn't understand what i was going through or couldn't be i don't know i was in a weird spot man and 
and i ended up calling you and i'm just like fuck dude like i really feel like relapsing like i was dead set like that decision was fucking made and i ended up calling you and the conversation went it just you know we had a normal conversation and then i was like you know what i was like <laughs> so sex right like <laughs> it's a good it changes the way we feel escape from reality i think sex is a big problem for a lot of us in recovery especially early recovery right so i was talking to this chick at the time and we were kind of tiptoeing around if we were going to be in a relationship or not be in a relationship i was just you know putting my recovery first and um so i i just made a decision man i was just like i'm gonna go sleep with this chick because that's you know like that's my only answer right now right that's 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 better than using and relapsing right and i kind of forced your hand i was really asking for for advice and guidance but at the end of the day i just wanted someone to fucking co-sign my bullshit so if you take everything in in the story you know you're at work you're busy and everything like that and you're trying to fellowship and trying to give me advice and you got a brother calling you on the phone pretty much almost breaking down and crying saying like yo dude like i'm about to fucking relapse and either that or i was like or i can just go sleep with this chick but at the time like you guys knew i was kind of struggling with sex relationship and shit like that and how much it was messing me up because i've been constantly working on this and and so you it almost like puts you in a place where it's like dude goomer i know you're really going through this and you're struggling with this and you're using this as an escape and all this stuff but it was just like i kind of forced your hand and i just need someone to co-sign my bullshit so yeah just just you're like if it's up to a relapse or go sleep with someone and use someone in that um i'm gonna go say go that's this route so I continue to be on the phone with you, and I walk into the fascinations, right? Dude, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought he walked into like a circle K. Dude. <laughs> well, I didn't tell him I was at fascination, right? No, you didn't. Because at the end of the day, like I, I knew it was wrong. I, I didn't know, like I knew what I was doing. I was well aware of it. Not at the moment. I just, like, because I was like going through this, and I was continuing going through this. And at this point, like, sex was it's new, man. Like once you get clean and stuff like that, and me, like. It's one of the things that I've always struggled with is like performance anxiety, dude. Like, right. like I've always needed to use or drink or get drunk or anything like that to have sex, to feel that ego, to like terror, like, you know, to perform, you know, the things. I'm about to go beast mode. You know what? Yeah, like <laughs> unleash that beast mode that you think like you're having great sex. But now that I li- like I've had conversations with girls down there, like, you're horrible. You know, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I thought I was a shit, dude. Like, I was getting it in, dude. But it, it's, it's funny, like the way we think in, in our active addiction so like the I, truth behind that is so <laughs> real <laughs> seven out of a hundred boys seven out of a hundred so like that was great right man, i killed it they're over there like faking orgasms and shit and you're like yeah <laughs> like, it's crazy dude um but so at this time like yeah so i knew that i was putting myself in a shitty situation for failure because i was already doing it and that's something that i was struggling with you know, and, and recovery. So I go into the sex shop and I ask this chick for like a, you know, a performance enhancer. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to bring the heat, bro. Like I, wanted, I needed some fucking help, dude. Like because I wanted to fill that void. You know, I wanted to have that instant gratification. You know. Yeah, but the funniest part is I'm literally trying. Like I go from like dead serious conversation with you until you're like, hey man, I'm about to pick up these dick pills. And I'm about to, <laughs> and in my mind, you're walking into just a normal convenience store, and for Donnie Go- or Jordan, I'm sure you guys have been on the phone or with Goomer when he runs errands. Like, I n- inevitably I crack up at something, <laughs> inevitably. But this dude just like, hey, yeah, so uh, which ones do you recommend? And this is a female <laughs> clerk. 
which which pills do you recommend to take? I tried those ones. I didn't really like them too much. Yeah. <laughs> like which ones? I'm like Goomers. Like what makes you think that this woman is gonna have experience with these pills <laughs> in order to give you advice, bro? And you just asked it no different than you would ask a waiter what the freaking lunch special was that day, dude. <laughs> soup like of the day. The soup of the day, dude. What's the soup of the day? Is it any good? Like <laughs> it was just hilarious. Well, bro. it's weird, man. And it's like you go into a sex shop, like I don't know. In my head, I'm just like, it's just a weird environment, you know. There's a bunch of shit in there, and so like I almost had to fake it to like to be normal, you know. So like, I just asked her like, well, which one do you recommend? I tried this one, and this one gave me a big ass fucking headache, and and this and that, and so I I end up getting this thing, man. I take it, I go, and I'm off, right? And I think am I still on the phone with you at this time? Like I don't know. Oh yeah. Right? Right. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I was had the privilege of listening to everything go down. <laughs> I got had you on my headphones. So, you know, I, I bought this pill, dude. I take it, and you know, I, I get some energy drinks, and and then I I, I go to this like you know this girl's some house. Energy drink. Tell you, bro, I was on a fucking mission. Right? <laughs> so I go, dude, and then at this point, I, I I get to this chick's house, right, and um. And we're talking, we're chopping it up, and this and that, and and I'm beating up, and I'm 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 so broken up on what I was going through in that moment that in reality, like I didn't really want to have sex, man. I just was looking for an easy outlet or something that just instant gratification, dude. Like, and so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to her, and I, and this is like going on with her, like, cause she wanted something serious, and I and I didn't, like, I I want to work on myself and and recover, but at the end of the day, like, I was. I was kind of taking her down and and I started realizing like I was using her and she was like having conversations like, hey, I just don't want to have sex. Like, and, and I want a relationship with you. And I was like, I can't put that on my plate right now. So I was, it was a really weird situation. Like in my head, I'm like, well, I want to date you and treat you like a girlfriend. But at the end of the day, um, I don't want to be, you know, titled or labeled or anything like that because and I, I, it's almost like I don't want to be labeled because at the end of the day, I still want that choice to fucking run away if I want to at the very moment. Like, I don't have to answer to you. Well, that goes like accountability, thing, you know? responsibility. That oh, definitely. me at least. Definitely. So, so I'm in this, we're sitting in the patio and like we're talking and this and that. And, and like she knew it was like that's where I was over for that reason. And she was all about it. And, but she like, she had her hopes. And I started realizing like the only re- reason she's doing this is because she has hopes that, that this is going to go into some somewhere or leads to something but in my head i'm dead set like i don't want anything or i don't want any commitment with you right. so you know the 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 program started kicking into my head dude like everything like it started realizing because at this time i was already doing it so many times and i would sit there for hours after you know we would have sex or whatever and i would feel like a piece of shit and the, like and, it, it didn't work and you had done your four step up to this point right yeah i had to work so my you, steps and stuff so like you that. had done a sex inventory before so these things that you're now realizing are probably things that were very beneficial because you've already seen that you've done them in the past right now you're aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. right so it brought about that awareness right it's like it, it's almost like I'm, I'm i'm two people you know like i'm watching old goomer and old behavior and 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 then programming new goomer that i'm trying to become it's like watching this dude like like almost like a little boy like just going into his routine and i'm just like shaking my head at myself this whole time but i'm trying to push through these thoughts and feelings and emotions because i have an end goal like i want to have sex it's going to make me feel this way and i can just leave and at the end of the day i don't pick up and i don't relapse so that's a, that's that's the end goal i guess but it didn't work that night man that time it was it was so loud that voice that program voice that any thought like it was getting blocked dude and filtered through like this you're a piece of shit like you're using her like this isn't right look 
I can almost see you like through her eyes and read her feelings and emotions so clearly that I felt like something turned on and I was just like, dude, like, I'm, this isn't who I want to be anymore. So at this point, like, I kind of talked to her and I was and I was just feeling so shitty and I was like, look, man, I was like, I'm being, I'm using you. Like, I really don't want anything to do long term with you. Like, I want to have sex and 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 just play house. You could say, like, I just want to play house with you. You know, a few times out of the week or or every other weekend and shit like that to to make me feel okay or to feel that void of loneliness and and company and and feel you know that codependency shit that I struggle with. So everything was going off in my head and I ended up walking away from the situation after being honest with her. And she's like, no, please don't go. Please don't go. I want you to spend a night. I want to spend a night with you. I was like, I got to go because this isn't healthy for you. I was like, I can't do this to you. I was like, this is the stuff that I need to work on. And she's like, please don't go. Please don't go. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I know this, how this is going to feel, but I think this is the best route for, and the healthiest thing that me and you can do if, if this even can, if we even continue to be in each other's lives as friends, you know, because she's a great person. She's always supported me and, and she supports my recovery and all this stuff. And, and I ended up leaving, dude, and I felt better, you know, like I just I felt like shit. I was still left with the things that I was going through and the emotions, but it, I didn't put more on my plate. Like now I just had to deal with those feelings. And I understood at that moment that they were just going to pass, you know, and I, and I didn't put more shit like, you know, her feelings and, and, and those actions and feeling more shamed and guilt if I would have had to sex with her. So like the pills started kicking in when I'm walking away, dude. Like, that shit was fucking horrible, dude. So I'm sitting there with a fucking erection, right? He's sitting in my car and I'm just like, God damn, like what the fuck, Goomer? Like, like, dude, your nuts are going to explode or something. And, and like, I, I was feeling horrible, man. So I go home and like this thing would not go away. And like, I'm just like worried. Should I go to the doctor, get it pumped out? And, and all this crazy shit's going through my head, man. So like, I, I just, I just had to fucking deal with it, man. And, but at least I, you know, like I worked my program that day, man. Like I could, oh, at the very least. I, I dude, I just, I, there's so much there. So, just to recap this a little bit, because I'm like, I, again, man, you you have a way of just living out stuff that just blows my mind. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Huh? You you start the night off with, this is it. It's relapse time. Then you look for an easier, softer way. You look for sex. You look for manipulation. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're there. Now we're really looking for external solutions to our internal problems, right? Because now you're grabbing energy drinks and dick pills, mm-hmm. right? Now you're in the moment where it's all come together. All of your great thinking has now brought you to this moment to where you got these, these, uh, these performance enhancers, <laughs> <laughs> these energy drinks, this girl, this manipulation, not just of her, uh, but maybe a little bit of me as well. Um, wanting me to co-sign on your stuff, whatever it is, like all of your behaviors have now brought you to this moment and then boom, the fucking program kicks in. All of the work that you have put in for that past year kicked in. Those principles that you have tried to just engrave in your mind and in your heart kicked in. And out of nowhere, it's all right there for you. I mean, right now, we might as well be talking about the drugs, right? We might as well be talking about the fentanyl in your hand. It's right there for you. And all of a sudden, I don't want to do this anymore. All of a sudden, all that work that you put in, all of those freaking changes you've made, man, all of that, just that grind to become a different person kicked in. I don't want to do this anymore. And then you're still left with a little bit of consequences, right? Because now you got a swollen dick that won't go down, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. But at the end of the day, those consequences were so minor compared to what could have been. 
Right. Whether you use that girl for that manipulation or or you, Lord forbid, used, you know what I mean? Like, you walked away with minor scratches. Right. Because your program and your and, and just kicked in. Like, damn, dude, that is so powerful to me. I don't know if anybody else in the world will take it that way, but I think that is so powerful, right. bro. And, like, stuff like that helps me so much. And I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, man. I think a lot of us struggle with sex. It's it's a difficult thing early in recovery, right? That's why they tell us don't get in relationships at least that first year. It's weird. It's weird. It's difficult. Because you think, like, when I was, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're giving me credit. Like, I've done, I was on, like, I've, I did it repeatedly. Like, I was using this trick and this and that. Like, but it wasn't working. Like, after I was doing it. It made me feel worse, and I had to call people. Or I had to call people and talk through this. It's like, dude, you're doing the same thing. He's like, you're just changing your addiction is and your disease is manifesting into something else. Mm. And realizing that, and I was just like, holy shit! Like, I'm I'm living the same, and it wasn't working no more. Just like when the drink and the drugs don't work no more. I was using sex, and it wasn't. I was sitting there crying on the phone with with you guys and other people. I'm just like, dude, I feel like a piece of shit. He's like, dude, it's not gonna work anymore. You're just feeling this void. He's like, and. And that's that's what I did, you know. It's like I've talked to you, Donnie, so many times about this. Like, dude, it does not fucking work anymore, dude. Like, no, you doesn't. don't even know what you like sometimes, dude. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, well, I, what I got, a lot, I got a lot out of your story because it came down to the the principles and the retraining of our brains and you know that self awareness once again. Like, what am I doing right now? And and I can't say I'm perfect with any of this at all. You know, I. <laughs> For the, I don't know, probably first eight months of my sobriety, you know, I listened to my sponsor and other people and said, you know, no, don't have sex, no relationships for the first year because you're just figuring out yourself and focus on yourself. That's still it. Still am. You still am. Yeah, every day. But I think, you know, I, I ended up, you know, randomly meeting, you know, I start feeling good, you know, everything's going good in my life, you know, start everything starts going good and I meet some girl and then, you know, one thing leads to another, we start talking and and I thought that that was, you know, going to make me happy. And that was going to, you know, it's like codependency shit. That this relationship or having sex with this girl is going to make me feel good. But afterwards, it doesn't. It, from, in my mind, it's like, I just want more. And then it just kicks on a whole nother addiction that I wasn't aware that I maybe had in because the drugs and the alcohol were such a big problem that I right. didn't realize that sex was such a big issue mm-hmm. on top of that. You know, until I got rid of the drugs and the alcohol, and I was like, okay, well, this addiction's popping up now, and it was, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, like you said, you feel like shit afterwards, and uh, so yeah, that that was one thing that uh, opened my eyes up to that. And then afterwards, I you know, I end up on fucking Tinder and all these dating sites because my addiction's like kicked in dude it's, it's on now and swipe i'm fucking right. swiping 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 <laughs> ain't even looking at the pictures you're just you like did, yep rapid fire over <laughs> here. Just like, rapid fire just <laughs> shotgun dude bird shot just <laughs> it, it became that became an addiction on its own too it's trying to meet these random chicks thinking that's gonna you know do something for me when it never Never did. So, and I want to make it very clear. I, I'm not saying this. And I don't think you guys are saying this. Sex isn't a bad thing, right? Like, it's it's a human necessity. It's a natural part of being human. It's awesome. It, it's awesome. <laughs> it is. It's great. It is. I think, but it's the way we obtain it, right? The, yeah. And, and to go on that, what I, what I want to touch on with that real quick, too, is even just looking back at Goomer's story. So, yeah, sex is a good thing. 
And everything Goomer did in that story was an okay thing to do. But the addict mindset takes it to excess, right? So it's, I'm not used to having sex while I'm sober or not on drugs or fucked up. So what drug can I take that's okay? Right. Right? I'm not used to drinking. So how many energy drinks can I slam before I go in? You know, What can I manipulate to make this situation mm-hmm. happen? Technically, all the things that mm-hmm. were done are considered okay. But it was the addict mindset that we all, not just going, I do it all the time. Like Donnie and I were here at the house the other day having a bunch of people over. And I was like, let's drink another energy drink. We're having fun tonight. Let's do another one. And four in like an hour to try to get out of myself or out of my body. You know, just that like simple mindset. How can I take it to the extreme, you know, is is where we got to be careful and remember like our program that uh, we were powerless over our addiction and our life is unmanageable. You take out the drugs and alcohol, our life is still unmanageable. That's what the rest of the steps come in for, for us to, to work on that, you know. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think I. That's so true, but at the same time, like, I like you guys said, it's okay to have you know. I think sex is great, you know, and it's a great outlet, this and that. But what are my intentions right. behind this, and am I clear up front with this person of where, I where I want to go with like? Because for me, I you know I, I always want what I don't have, and then once I get it, then I want more but i think that's but i think that goes right along with what jordan was saying if i didn't emphasize that earlier i apologize because that's exactly i i and i maybe my program mind kicked in i don't know but yes you're right jordan on the surface outside world there's nothing wrong with that you and a woman having consensual sex nothing wrong with that whatsoever but we know the intentions behind it right we know that this was not just a, a an innocent whatever it may be this was a way that goomer was trying to get high right i'm going to use this situation i'm going to try to get high off the situation and that's where the problem lies the attitude thinking behavior behind the action right mm-hmm. yeah so self-seeking behavior goes yeah. back to how i was talking to you guys man like the other night it was like one thing that i've been working on is like st- i stopped seeing people as objects right because you know, it's just like my, like going to that intention. Like, I'm going over to this girl because, and my, you know, an addict mind is not fucking normal, dude. Like, at the end of the day, like, if I really want to analyze my head, it's like, at the end of the day, like, I know I can manipulate her. I know I can bullshit her because that's, that's what we do or that's what I do, at least. So, I can get her hooked on me so mad, so good on just bullshitting, bullshitting and lies and just feed her all this stuff because I want her as an object, right? I can obtain this object, keep her in my back pocket and go as I please and, and get more and more and more and more and more and more and more, more when it's like, that's kind of fucked up. No, it's, it is it's, fucked it's, up. It's, yeah. It is fucked up, dude. So like I was talking to you guys and someone was telling me, it's like, one and, and it's one thing that I've been working with the mother of my children is like, I don't see them as objects or a person I hate or, or this thing where I can push away and, and get back or, drop or pick up as soon as i as i please you know it's like once i start realizing people are people and they're humans and they got feelings they got emotions it's thought and it's a whole different world in somebody else's head like then i can like like step away and like analyze and you know understand them and then rather than just me 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 and i mean that's just something that I, i guess been working on for a little bit because I struggle with sex a lot too, man. <laughs> it's a big struggle. It's just a flat out big struggle. But, and I, I'm a married man, right? And getting clean has been, it's my wife and I, it's not just my addiction, but my recovery has taken a big toll on our relationship. You know, it's, it's me finding out who I am for the first time in my life, you know, especially, you know, and, and trying to figure that out 
all while trying to rekindle this connection, this fire, whatever it may be with my wife, has proven to be extremely difficult. And God bless her, man. She's a freaking rider, man. My wife is like a straight rider and treats me far better than I ever deserve. And I'm so grateful for her. But the fact this is the, very true. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan wouldn't survive with that. <laughs> yeah, ex- it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, but it is. But it's been very difficult to try to rekindle that. And my wife and I have went through some seriously hard times. Um, I mean, she found my freaking four step, man. And the people in the program, you know what that means. She was not happy. We went through some very, very tough times. Um, it got to the point where she literally looked at me and said, Dylan, you need to know or you need to figure out if this is what you want or not. And if you don't want this, I'm not stopping you. You can leave. And, I, and it brought me right back to the time I had a conversation with my sponsor when I just would not get clean, man. I was loitering with the intent to recover, as I've heard it put, you know, and he just looked at me and said, Dylan, what are you doing here? He finally had enough, man. He said, Dylan, what are you doing here? If you're not ready, man, go out there and get ready. Stop wasting our time here. And I took him up on it. I was like, hell yeah. In my mind, my sponsor gave me permission to go get high. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, all right, here we go. Go sign that bullshit. Go sign that bullshit. <laughs> Research time, boys. Lab monkey and this thing up. You know what I mean? And I just think back, man. He told me if I wasn't ready, if this is not what I wanted, then go out and figure it out. He wasn't going to stop me. So that's exactly what I did. And I destroyed myself in a manner I never thought possible. So when my wife comes to me this go around and says, Dylan, if this is not what you want, there's a door. You're welcome to leave. Figure it out. It brought me right back to that time where I took him up on his, uh, on his what I took as a suggestion was not what it was. <laughs> you know? But I just remembered how much I destroyed myself. And it led to some seriously dark times, man. And I, I ended up in a hotel room. And Donnie, Goomer, you guys came over, man. And... Goomer, you pretty much just told me, Dylan, you ain't cut out to live without her. <laughs> like, you ain't you ain't badass enough to cook your own food, and uh, you can't take care of yourself, dude. No. You, you ain't cut out for this life. I was being honest with you, man, and I appreciate it, bro. And, and Donnie, something that you know you said earlier, like you guys have talked, about, it doesn't work anymore, right? Like Mm-mm. you were talking to me, like, dude, honestly, man, like sleeping with these girls, whatever, in the way that we try to fill a hole, right? The way we try to fill that void. He said, it doesn't work anymore, man. It's not working. And both of those things hit me hard, man. Like, it really, really hit me hard. And after some conversations with my sponsor and, you know, working through some stuff and talking with you guys, I put the I'm, I wanted to put the work in, man. And, you know, I can't, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know what the future holds, whatever it is. But I know that my wife and I are now working on the most honest relationship we've ever had in our entire lives. And it wasn't and it's not possible without going through that extremely difficult time only to have brothers on the in the program to rely on and the program itself to make me realize that my attitude thinking and behavior was a serious problem Mm -hmm. and it needed to be changed you know so that whole sex thing no matter where you're at whether you're having a bunch of it with the randoms or you're married or you're Jordan. Oh. You know? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I thought I was going to get out of this one. Shots fired. Oh, it's it's, it's difficult. Matter up. <laughs> no, you know, like, like when I first got out of treatment, man, I was like, 
bro, I need to go get laid, dude. Like, that's like the first thing I was thinking about. But, like, right when I got out of treatment, I moved down to Arizona. I didn't know anybody, man. And, like, I was like, I was thinking back and I was like, I don't know how to go meet chicks without being at a bar, without having, like, shots in me first. Like, like you get a couple drinks in me, I'll, I'll chat up anybody. Like, Swabbing, I don't, like, like, I don't care. But I'm like, like I'm like sober. I get all introverted like it took me like three months to start hanging out with you guys and i was was like hi my name is jordan (laughs) you know but uh but um slowly but surely that ego is coming out so so then it was like it was a constant like think about but i'm like (laughs) but i'm like i don't know i don't know how to how to do this sober and you know then as i start growing in the program growing like getting to know myself because you if for those that have been clean for any amount of time, when you first, when you come out at 30 days, you're like, I've figured it out. Mm. Like, I got this all down. I don't need anything. And then, you know, like, once you start to realize going through the program, you're like, oh, shit, I know nothing. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, and, hold uh, on. I wanna, I'll let you continue. But that just reminded me of a Jordan story. Like, I, I don't know. You, you were new, still in the rooms. And it was when we were having our outside meetings. Yeah. And it was right before you were going to start your four step. You were like, I'll tell you what, I just don't have any resentments though. I, I, <laughs> I re- I'm sitting here thinking, I don't even know what I'm be mad about. I don't have any resentments. And I literally looked at you. I was like, you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but you know, you know, now like I, I still, you know, almost eight months in, I still don't know how to do any of those things without drugs or alcohol, but it's not so much in the forefront of my mind. Like, don't get me wrong, would would love to right now, but now it's like more of a, I, I'm 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 content with what I'm doing and where I'm at like right now, but I I still try to fill that void with with everything I can, you know. I rarely have any downtime because mm-hmm. I I'm pushing myself to the limit. Or just like if I have a second to be alone, I'm like, okay, who can I see? Who can I call? Who's doing something? Where can I go? What can I do? Um, if I'm not at work, I'm doing this. I'm over here. I'm doing that. So like. I push myself to the brink until I'm absolutely exhausted and then I blame everybody else for me being exhausted when mm-hmm. like really it's only my fault. So, you know, it's it's just trying to find those like different things, but I'm working on it. I'm getting there, I guess. Mm-hmm. No. I think it's easy for us to forget that you do have 7 8 months. You know what I mean? It's e- yeah. and I know that I wasn't even now like it's not like I have a bunch of time, you know, 14 14 or 15 months something like that. But I was different at seven months. I was. I was, I was really different. I, man. I was. Donnie, I reflect Well, back no, constantly. you were better at seven months. We went over this. Yeah, I think I was bad. It was when I met all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the dude that had it all figured no, out. No, I, liked, I reflect constantly. Just like a week ago, a month ago, it's like one of my mentors talks about look back, look forward. I look back a month ago in the growth that I've experienced. And maybe not on... Maybe that growth doesn't look like success, like financial success or relationship success, but just mindset awareness. And, like, and awareness yeah. is is the biggest growth that I see in and uh that dude them fears of like how do I even date someone? Like you don't that was always my thought, like, oh we gotta drink, dude. That's the only way I can even, you know, relate or have go on a date with this chick is if we're drinking. With so, anything, almost. With, with, yeah, with every, everything I did was, was on that. But that was like a huge part of that because that gave me that self-confidence. It gave me, you know, that, that zero fucks given. Like, it's all out. But then when I, you know, we get sober, you take all that, that uh, liquid courage away or drugs, whatever you want to call it. It's like, damn, dude, how do I even interact with people? And I think that's what's so important about the meetings is 
learning to, how to interact with people sober. Right. Oh, and dude. Being socially, not socially awkward and just learning, um, you know, how to interact with people in a normal way. Even, even just friends, like even hanging out with friends. I had no idea what dudes did together if they were not drinking, playing pool, like doing, dr- like hanging out, like partying. I had no idea. Like I was like, what, you know, someone would be like, hey, we're going to go. I'm like, okay, but like, but what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like what substance is gonna be there you know what i mean but like how are we, how are we gonna make this activity fun exactly <laughs> dude and it wasn't until i got there and it's like one day you're like hey man we're gonna go bowling i was like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> all right so, i'll go bowling sober, sober bowling I was like, right. at first too i was like no nah, fuck that dude i'm gonna go skate and i went to the skate park and i was like there by myself i'm like all right, I'll go bowling. I was like, hey, can you guys come pick me up? <laughs> but yeah, dude, just all of that wraps around. It's like, dude, there's... I Now I'm like, dude, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, why did I ever think I needed it to have a great time? Right. You know, people people used to ask me like then, and even when they asked me when I first started getting sober, they're like, so like, what are your hobbies? What do you do for fun? Oh, and shit. Like, <laughs> Drink? like i don't know i like literally couldn't i'm I'm just like no matter no matter what i i'm just drinking somewhere with someone or alone like you know and then so then coming to get sober it's like okay so what what do i like to do again i can't really remember (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it's going back to what you said man when i first met you dylan was like i remember they asked me the same thing like so what were you into what were you doing before you started doing drugs and alcohol and i was just like well i started when i was 13 so um, I don't know, Little League. I was getting into <laughs> skateboarding. Like he's like, well, that's where you're at. He's like, because in rehab they told me he's like the age that you start drinking or using. That's the age that our mind stays at. He's like, you're like a thir- scared thirteen year old little kid still. Hell yeah. And I was like, oh shit. So meeting you guys, where it's like, dude, like you want to try to figure this shit out? Like are you into recovery? Like you really about it yeah you, me too all right let's let's go do some shit let's go paintball yeah let's go paintball <laughs> let's go skating it's just we were doing like little kid shit dude like trying still to are, fig- dude. yeah you're right about that <laughs> <laughs> still are dude. but like it's it's been a journey man like because you know going back to how this conversation started like i don't know who i am i don't know what i like without drugs or alcohol you know like taste women hobbies like who the fuck am i <laughs> yeah like, oh, d- dude well just wow. to go back sorry no go ahead go well ahead, just go. to go back to what you were saying like what what are my ho- dude when i got out of treatment and i want to s- go ahead and go against what you said i didn't when i got out of treatment i was like holy shit i really don't know anything and i did bring my ass to a meeting like it, it was kind of a weird situation mm. for me but i literally did whatever i had to i was on the phone all day i was at a meeting and then I would, there was times I'd literally just put on my headphones and blast them as loud as possible mm-hmm. to try to drown out the noise, playing music as loud as I possibly could. Draw. Uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> I was starting to make beats again. I started making music again. Um, I, I started skating. Just even if around my block, I just wanted to go as fast as possible, like anything possible. And that's when like you guys, that you know, that first night I went bowling, and then that night you guys were like, hey, we're all going to go paintball. You want to go? I was like, No. You know, no, I'm good. Why? What do you got going? 
absolutely nothing <laughs> but i don't think i want to go paintball and then you guys like forced my hand yeah it was like my first reaction right? no. i was like literally no no I don't why not what? i don't know that's my first thought no <laughs> yeah, right. yeah exactly and then here we are and then we end up going and i have an amazing time and little did i know that i'm sitting in the car with two kids that were going to become like my brothers you know what i mean like it's just crazy, man, how it works out. You know, Jordan, you coming in all timid and shy or whatever, and now you're like, now I'm scared to ask you anything because I feel like <laughs> you're going to bite my head off. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all of it, how it just, it grows, man. And I think all of it, whether it's the sex or fucking Tinder or jo whatever it is, like. Or Jordan. Or Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Like, <laughs> a rare breed. They broke the mold when they made Jordan. I know. I don't, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly it's all of us i think i see it around man just the changes that the program has made on us and like working our recoveries man like it's just different now now it's like damn it dude i gotta find time to go paintballing you know what i mean or yeah. go kick it with the boys or whatever it is you know and, and instead of like i need to isolate and all that type of stuff because it's still a natural reaction but mm -hmm. just the growth in the program man just just the growth it, it just really it really blows me away yeah, to bring to speak on that growth, Dylan, and to bring it back to the you know how we started this whole podcast off is with that that sex and the fill in the void and the you know how it was never enough. You know, even once I did, it was like it kicked that addiction on, and and I had to work through that shit. And I you know I think it's so important because sex. I mean, sex is good. It's especially in sobriety. Like hmm. after you get past that performance <laughs> anxiety, you know, yeah. and if you find someone you're completely honest with them and tell them where you're at, you know. Um, it, it's good. It's great. You know, it's not. It's a healthy thing. If it, but we have to be completely honest with ourselves and that person of what our intentions are. Because mm. you know, that's still a huge thing for me is the whole relationships. Like my fear of you know relationships and commitment and responsibility. All that comes down to okay. So I want to have sex with you, but I don't want to ever have a relationship with you. You know right. what I mean? Like. So I have to be honest with these But that's people. okay, right? Like, if that other person if, is... If they know and they're okay with right, it. Right, there's no manipulation. You're 100% honest. Hey, listen, man, I like you. You like me, whatever. We can do this. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. So what do you do if someone, one of that partner's grows feelings or gets attached? It's like that... Like that's that's which, a tough spot to be. Which does... Which does happen. And, <laughs> and I've experienced this. And it's, uh, it's, be, it's being honest with that person. And, you know, sometimes we... You just got to, you know, see what our part is, be honest with them, and then go our separate ways, man. Honestly, that's, it's it's tough to, you know. Because so all it, our natural instincts scream against all that. So that's going back to that growth, man. Like, I don't know, going to sex, dude, like, I had, I mean, I dug deep with it, man. Like, performance anxiety, all that stuff, dude, low testosterone. Like, that's, that's a huge topic. That's, an, you know, maybe that's another episode. I won't get into that, but. I don't know, like, I recently started talking to someone, and we haven't had sex, and learning how to do it, like, how to build a foundation on a relationship, dude, and, like, have that spiritual connection, like, when you find that, dude, it's fucking crazy, dude, like, then I think sex just happens, and it, it's gonna be great, like, like, I, I, I choose my partners on how good the sex is gonna be, but, like, if you have a really good connection with someone, the sex is gonna be fucking great, dude. Yeah, like, uh, yeah if you have that connection, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm -hmm. everything, that that physical connection that sex is just a byproduct of that i believe mm -hmm. so but i think that that's getting past our uh our instant gratification mindset like you know because i always think with my other head not you know logically and I, I never you know that's so it's something to work on is like okay i'm logically thinking what is you know 
before I act on my emotion because mm-hmm. we make we make we always make decisions on our emotions and you know one of my you know that's one of my driving uh, emotions is that so it's I, I give you props for you know recognizing that and working and meeting Thanks, this man. person and you know connecting on a different level before you have sex because that was what all my relationships were based on before same here man mm-hmm. well I think a lot of very tough stuff was said today and a lot like very important stuff because i think sex is a very still for a lot of us in recovery you know and a lot a lot of times it's just not a topic because mixed meetings you know what i mean maybe more at men's meetings or women's meetings but a lot of you know we go to mixed meetings so i feel like sex is still a topic that gets ignored a lot um but just to kind of dive into just and we just scratch the surface oh, too, yeah. man we just barely scratch the just surface that. But just to go into that a little bit, man, I think it's really, really important um, because I know it, it is a struggle, whether it's, you know, Tinder or pornography, which can be <laughs> very another episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude, because that's an escape, a quick w- way to change how I feel, right? Like all of it, man, but it's all can turn very unhealthy real quick if I allow it to, you know, but... Again, I just thank you guys for your honesty, man. Goomer, I, I can't thank you enough for, you know, digging deep and telling that story that I <laughs> I feel like you have raunchier stories and stuff like that, but that one is hard for you to talk about. That one in particular yeah, seems like it's a little tough. I mean, I had to call someone and I was like, because, you know, like, it got brought up before. And I was like, man, we should kind of make an episode of it. And I was just like, well, hold on, let me call some people, man, like, because I don't want people to think, like, it doesn't work. Like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it works. I just need to like now being aware of like Goomer's growth. little soldier works just fine, ladies. <laughs> it's like I know what I like now, man. Like type of women, like what what gets me going. To be completely honest, you know what I mean. Not like I'm gonna get fucked up and I'm just gonna power through it so I can feel like the shit anymore. You know right. that, that doesn't work anymore anymore for me, man. Like it really, you know, going based on other stuff. Well, again, I just thank you guys so much for your honesty, man. I, I get so much out of, you know, your stories, Goomer, Jordan, Donnie. I, I get so much out of what you guys say and just where you're at in your recoveries as well. Um, and to anybody out there, man, again, I know we say it a lot, but I, I, we really mean it. Please reach out. Ask for help. Get connected with people. Find a meeting. Whatever. There's, like, no excuse. Like, Corona like gave us no excuse. There's Zoom meetings now. Whatever like you like whatever it is, like just get connected, reach out, try to find someone, um, and, and just ask for that help, man. And have these honest conversations. I can't tell you how much they help me, man, to have a close group of guys that I trust, that I can be honest with, to have these honest conversations. I don't go around and talk about this stuff with everyone or anything like that, but to have a, a group of people that I trust that I can confide in makes a huge difference in my life. So, please, again, reach out. Uh, do you guys have anything else before we close it up? How about a Daily Donnie? Hell yeah. What's up with a Daily Donnie, dude? Got him dude. sideways again. <laughs> Every time, dude. Uh, dude, what the... <laughs> Give us a Daily Donnie. Can't be hateful if I'm grateful. <laughs> get, yeah. Yeah. Can't be hateful when you're grateful. <laughs> All right. we'll close it out on that daily donnie again i thank you guys so much goomer jordan donnie thank you for being a part of my recovery everybody out there listening everybody who's reached out uh everybody who's just shown us any type of love at all i thank you so much thank you all for being a part of my recovery Uh, i hope you all have a blessed day and i thank you so much for listening to another episode of not so anonymous